School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. back to old school. Appreciate you guys hanging out and you folks in the text line and on YouTube and Facebook and you're, you're adding your comments. We greatly appreciate it. Um, Dion Pryor says, I believe in Mickey if given two years. Uh, he also talks about, you know, the size of the linemen and the, the things that are in place that Mickey looks like a professional. Those are things that, that, that you're entitled to. Um, Web Blanket says, uh, I agree with you 100% that a legitimate news organization cannot report rumors, but I do think media should have the courage to risk the wrath of NU and, tr- and, and to try to get someone who can verify rumors. No. No. Why do you care about rumors? Anyway? No. I mean, really, to be honest with you, the most important thing is you coach well, treat the kids right, and you win. I no. Mean, that's, I mean, there's more to it, but – at the end of the day, you know, you're there. To, if you're covering Nebraska football, you're trying to cover Nebraska football. What somebody does in their personal life, that's why it's called personal life. Now, it, the thing that becomes a problem is if you, if it if you're getting paid a lot of money and then it's affecting how you do your job, which is coach football in this case or any any sport. So why are you worried about the rumors or what, you know, and all this other stuff? I mean, there's it's no different than anything. I mean, it's. Well, we spend I mean, time on the stuff. Look, you can talk about sports without talking about the, the, the peripheral nonsense. The reality is whatever you do, and that's all of us. See, nobody on the text line, we're not dealing with rumors about you. So you can sit there and ask about rumors about this person. You're talking about affecting people's actual lives by spewing nonsense and BS. Yeah, that's just the way the world is today. I right, mean, it's, and it's, it's, too, it's, it's too much. But in this space, I look, I ask texters, look, be respectful of it. You can ask a question about a particular scheme. Jay has information and intel on how schemes are set up and what what purpose there is. Ask Nathan about the news, the actual facts, the things that can be verified and confirmed for your consumption. But stop being people who ask for for BS to be fed BS. It occupies too much of the time and space to begin with. Here's the thing that we know to be true. If we had gone through and reported every rumor we would never get to the facts. And here's the other part of it. If we acknowledge, if we said, you know what? I know for a fact this thing is true. Do you know what the first response that we're going to get from the text line? I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Why? Why? Because we, you, you've taken the pool and put so much BS into it that it consumes it. So I'm not going to do that here. Look, there are places you can go where they will just simply tell lies and feed BS. Cool. Go for it. But I can't, I can't, I can't have that venom in me to work with. I can't do it. I'm not going to ask Jay to come in. Hey, man, uh, I heard uh, so-and-so. What, what kind of man am I to ask Jay Foreman to go and validate that? Like, stop it. I mean, I don't want to lecture people, but, man, I'm just in the space that I'm in. And quite frankly, I can just tell you, most of the stuff that we hear, we don't talk about or share. Why? Because there's too much other stuff that we actually know to be true. And trying to get the people who listen 
to accept the things we know to be true. Yeah. Jay's Jay's experienced. He's he's all he's all in this. And Jay will tell you, this is how things work. And the immediate reaction will be, I don't believe it. I feel something else is true because I heard a rumor. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's always rules. I mean, there's always exception to every rule. But, you know, I think, like, it's, it's, it's a, it, like I said, it's a, you know, Scott's, Scott's like Bo polarizing and for different reasons. Bo was kind of like Bo. You know, he was just very abrasive, I guess, at, at to, at at times uh you know and that's that's you know goes without saying and then scott you know he played here always from here played here both his parents were great athletes here um you know won national championship here and you know he was the hottest coach on the coaching market when he was uh you know obviously at the time you know we hired him from ucf and you know probably you know some you know again the same thing in college the polarizing type of for a different reason inside the locker room or reasons in the locker room um and you know look there's a lot of pressure when he took the job because uh so where you where he's from and yeah you won a national championship here but you know you got you know you associated with some stuff that's not national championship worthy you know from college and then here's a lot of pressure for you to kind of somehow fight those unrealistic expectations or demons that you had need to rectify, which nobody could or can just because there's no, you can't rec there's no, you can't rectify the past or whatever. And then you're thought of and treated and compensated as your savior, savior of the program. Um, and then if you aren't successful, then I don't know, potentially you could, you couldn't, you know, come back, you know, move, live here. You know, you can't live here in obscure, you know, to be obscure. So, I mean, it's a lot of pressure to say yes to this job. That's why, like, to me, like, to me, coaching is hard, but I don't view it as, a, as that hard. Because if you think about it past your ego, you get to those type of things. You can actually probably make a better decision if you decide if you want to accept a job coaching or decline a job coaching. Because you have to be willing to be here today mm -hmm. when you take this job. Yep. Yep. It, you have to be willing mm -hmm. to to be here today and take this job. If I was coaching and I say got the job at the Minnesota Vikings, mm -hmm. you know, dad played there. I'm from Minnesota, pretty much. You know, you get what I'm saying. I have to know. I could if, if I could. You know, there's three ways you can end up being successful. You could kind of be, uh, I don't know, just like, okay. Yeah, you're you know, competent. You you're com yeah, right? competent professional. And then just, you know, and there's other factors that didn't work out. Salary cap room, <laughs> you know, Nate <clears throat> tackled the DP running, you know, 99-yard touchdown or something. We end up not making the playoffs, and then I get fired. Or it could be something outside of it. You know, or like where where or, or I'm not successful, then they perceive it to be outside of it. So, you know, you know, here's a personal experience. I know um, when I was in the draft, I knew the Vikings needed linebackers. I wanted to get drafted there. But one of the things that when I talked to my agent, I was like, uh, probably not mature enough. 
Well, okay. Hold that for hold hold that for five o'clock. Hold that for five o'clock. Nathan, remind us to get Jay's story on that because it's there. We need to get to a break and then get back and and handle some other personal business. Um, But we're trying to have a conversation so that we can come to some common space. It's not a matter of finger pointing or other. It's trying to get to a common space where we can share our love for the Huskers. We all want the same thing for them. And then how business is being done versus fandom and other. We're just going to have a conversation today. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. We just want to have a conversation about the best way to move forward so that we never, ever get back to this place again. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.